the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. I think Dylan Mulvaney is available. Maybe that's who Fox News could call to uh, fill Tucker Carlson's spot at 8 o'clock. And by now, I'm sure you know he's out. For a lot of Fox viewers, it wouldn't matter because a lot of Fox viewers are going to be done with Fox now that Carlson has left. And it won't matter who replaces him. Based on what I've seen online today and a conversation I have with a guy who has strong connections to Fox and would know, it was Carlson who told Fox uh, to take a hike. That was his gut feeling. Maybe he was tired of being edited. Here's the thing. When you've reached a point in your career where you're number one in your slot, you're in your early 50s, and you've already made, I don't know, $50 million, they need you more than you need them. Why would anybody with $50 million put up with any aggravation? I mean, think about it. And there's nobody now working at Fox, by the way, who can fill one of Carlson's socks, much less uh, both of his shoes. Not Jesse Waters, not Brian Kilmeade, not Will Kane. This is not good news for Sean Hannity, by the way. He's been benefiting for years from lead-ins from Bill O'Reilly and Carlson. His act's been tired for a long time, and unless they find another great lead, uh, great lead-in outside the building, um, his ratings are going to drop big time. Tucker Carlson, regardless of what you think of his opinions, is a once-in-a-generation talent. That's talent, as in being really good on television. I'm told by a guy who would know that people at Fox were flabbergasted, quote-unquote, when they heard the news today. The good news, of course, today is that Don Lemon was fired by CNN. Now, he was fired because his ratings stink and have stunk for years, and he was a diva. He should have been gone a long time ago. Whoever replaces him will be better. But if Carlson wants to keep working, he can find a podcast that's going to pay him millions of dollars. In about five minutes, he'll have one if he wants it. And it's not good news for a cable news outlet to be pushing people off of cable and on the podcast. That's where Megyn Kelly is now making a nice buck and getting lots of uh, listeners and viewers. Tucker Carlson Tonight was the only show I watched on Fox on in prime time. So they're down one viewer as of right now. Meanwhile, maybe the real answer is Joe Biden ordered Fox to fire uh, Carlson after listening to this moronic statement from Sandy Cortez over the weekend. Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence very clearly incitement of violence and that is the line that i think we have to uh, be willing to contend with it's clearly incitement of violence and uh it's not broadcast television it's cable television anyway she's a moron when we come back We'll talk to our favorite media expert, Jeff McCall, about what this means. And in our second half hour, our former director at Planned Parenthood is going to be here to talk about the abortion pill that's still available thanks to the Supreme Court. She took it, and it wasn't pretty. Stick around. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism 
and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Spring cleaning is upon us, but there's one meaningful box that you don't throw away when cleaning out your closet. It's the box filled with your family's important videotapes, film reels, and photos. Hi, I'm Adam Baselogger. And I'm Nick Mako. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to help families organize and update their analog media to digital. Legacy Box is simple and easy. It works and is safe. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box. And Legacy Box has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Today Show, and Rachel Ray. Legacy Box is like magic, converting your shoebox of memories to the cloud or thumb drive, ready to watch and share. Declutter your closet by digitizing your media. Become more organized and accomplished, knowing your family's recorded past is safe forever. Take advantage of our spring cleaning sale going on now. It's the easiest task to check off your to-do list. For a limited time, you can get started for just $9 a tape. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, by now you know that Tucker Carlson left Fox today. The official statement said it was a parting of the ways. No mention of a firing by anybody. Haven't seen that yet. A guy who would know told me that he believes it was Carson, I'm sorry, Carlson who walked. And everybody at Fox was quote unquote flabbergasted when the news came out this morning. 
Jeffrey McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University, TV critic at The Hill, is the man we go to uh, when there's big media news, and he joins us now. Jeff, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, John, and this is big news. Oh, yeah. First person I thought of when I said, whoop, i got to call Jeff as soon as I saw the news. I'm glad you were there. Um, so uh, were you flabbergasted when you heard the news? You know, I really was surprised because I know Tucker Carlson has been a lightning rod uh, on cable television generally, but I know even within the Fox hallways, I'm sure there have been times when people have been concerned about his independent nature and contrarian nature at times. Uh, but he was clearly bigger than life uh, on television, and my sense is he was probably bigger than life within the Fox uh, News Channel hierarchy. And uh, he did not necessarily follow the guidance of all the rest of the people uh, who are in the Fox hierarchy because he wanted to be his own person. And I must say that's one of the things that endeared him to his loyal audience is that he was willing to challenge the establishment. He was not necessarily... Uh, a journalist in the straight sense and that he was a commentator and analyst, but he would go in directions that other Fox News hosts would not, and that probably aggravated the people in the hierarchy. And we, we have very little information about why he left. And I must say, it's, it's customary when people of that profile take off that we don't learn a lot about why they're leaving. Uh, but I was stunned at how quickly this all came together because, as has been reported several places, on Friday night, uh, he ended up. He ended his show by saying, "I'll see you Monday." So clearly, between Friday evening at nine o'clock and this morning around you know eleven or eleven thirty, uh, something happened. And my guess is, and this is just speculation. I don't have any inside sources, but my speculation is he was planning some sort of segment this evening, and Fox hierarchy said, "Hey, that's a bridge too far," and there was probably a short debate and a parting of the ways. Yeah, there's a word. The word out there is that he was uh, he was planning a show today that would uh, tear apart the 60 minute story that was run last night about Ray Epps, uh, who I guess they I didn't see the piece. I wouldn't watch that in my life depended on it. But uh, apparently they they decided that uh, anybody who thinks is um, that Epps is was a, an FBI plan is just a conspiracy theorist. Uh, and so I, I was. I wasn't told, but I was. Well, the story that's out there is that Carlson wanted to do that and was told by someone in management not to do it, so he quit. Sounds plausible, doesn't it? It does sound plausible, particularly with what we know about Tucker Carlson, because as I mentioned, he's got an independent nature to him. And I must say, Fox News has been pretty tolerant in letting him do his own thing for several years now. I mean, it's funny to think that. You know, he came on the scene in early 2017 as a replacement for Bill O'Reilly. And everybody in the cable news analysis world was saying, oh, you know, this is really bad for Fox News. And, you know, how can Tucker Carlson replace Bill O'Reilly and the ratings are going to take a hit? And Carlson maintained his own and in some cases even found some gains and he found his own voice. And so I think it's a little surprising that Fox is willing to take a chance on him leaving. And again, I don't know the inside debate that happened there. And maybe he really did demand too much or was becoming too much of a prima donna. But they're giving up uh, 3 million-plus viewers per night. That's a lot Not of to mention, he's, he's pretty much the star of the Fox Nation streaming service. Most of the promotions for Fox Nation streaming mm-hmm. is based around Tucker Carlson's specials. And I suspect that that'll go away as well. And, you know, one person who I think is probably not happy about this change is Sean Hannity, because his show, I'm sure, benefits from the lead-in factor of having three million people watching Tucker Carlson and leading directly into Sean Hannity's show. And Sean doesn't have three million viewers. He loses some audience already, but there's a prospect that he will lose even more if they don't find somebody at 8 o'clock to generate a substantial viewership because Sean Hannity may not be appointment viewing as he might have been in the past. No, I, I said right from the beginning, uh, Jeff, first, as soon as I heard it, within a minute, I, I thought this is bad news for Hannity because he's been um, benefiting greatly for the last, how many years, 15 years from uh, a great lead-in, and first, uh, you know, first with Bill O'Reilly, as you said, and his act, as far as I'm concerned anyway, has been old and tired for about 10 years, 
And um, I, he just does this. It's just a repetitive. I just think, I, I don't watch it. I can't look at it. So I agree with you. I think it's, this is going to hurt him a lot. And I, and I do think that what you said about Carlson having to fill Bill O'Reilly's shoes, those were, those were some huge shoes. Bill O'Reilly was a, a, a gigantic talent, and he was um, dynamic and compelling television. And I think Tucker Carlson filled his shoes within the first week that he took over. Uh, and yeah, that, they're not going to find clear. another guy like that, I don't think. Not in-house, anyway. You know, you know that that's going to be an interesting question, is how are they going to fill that 8 o'clock spot? And I don't sense that within the Fox stable of talent right now, they have an heir apparent to go in there. And, I, you know, it's interesting because when O'Reilly left, a lot of people could have guessed that Tucker Carlson had a great shot at that piece, because, or at that place, because he'd been a commentator, he'd been a guest host, He'd been a contributor on Fox News. People knew who he was. He was a known quantity. And so he could kind of jump in there and take off. Uh, the stable of talent now is probably not as apparent as to who might replace him. Uh, and Fox has got a, a huge decision to make. Uh, and and, and there will be consequences because you lose somebody who's generating 3 million, three million viewers a night uh, and helping be, and, and as they say in the, the television business, he's the tent pole of their entire evening. Mm-hmm. People who want to watch Fox News know that at 8 o'clock they've got a big audience. That probably helped Jesse Waters' show to some extent, particularly for the second half hour, but it certainly helped Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram after that. And you know who, I don't know if you know this or not, but do you know which person in primetime cable news gets more Democratic viewers between 25 and 54 than anybody else? <laughs> well, Tucker Carlson. I'm guessing you're, headed, you're hinting toward Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he does. And I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I was just going to say, another thing Tucker Carlson does for Fox News' primetime lineup is he generates a sizable younger audience in the 25 to 54 age category. And we know that the audience that watches Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram is a, is a pretty old audience. And Fox News' audience trends older anyway, more toward the 50, 60, 70 age category. But Tucker Carlson did bring people in who were not in those older age demographics, the 25 to 54. And if you, even if they were just coming in for his show and then leaving, that still gets them in the audience. And that's important especially for advertisers, because it boosts Fox's overall profile, where their advertising salespeople can go out and say, hey, we get some 25 to 54 demographic people in here. Sell your product on our show. Yeah, I uh, I can kind of um, relate to Tucker Carlson. I'm not comparing myself to him in any way. But working here in local TV, uh, I was saying things that was uh, uh, making my bosses at, at KDK TV afraid. I was trashing the Pirates for having, for stinking. I was saying I, I said that taxpayers shouldn't have paid for the stadiums, um, and I also said that the process for um, for the uh, Penguins to get a new arena was fixed. The fix was in for that, and uh, the the politicians called the news director were upset about it. So I had all that going on, but I also I was fifty years old, and I and I had a really nice severance check waiting for me if they fired me. So I didn't care. So I, I can relate. I don't, I don't have $10 million a year for the last five. I didn't have that that, that Tucker Carlson <laughs> has had. But when you, you reach a point when they need you more than you need them, or at least you don't need them any more than they need you, and you say goodbye, that's what I did. Yeah, and Carlson works from a position of strength, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, you he's know, made $50 he, million. He's, he, he's made tons of money, so I mean, he, does, he doesn't need to work another day in his life, but my guess is he will continue to walk, and he's going to emerge. I mean, he's going to show up. I'm not sure that he would go to another cable channel. Newsmax can't afford him, I'm sure, uh, or OAN. They can't afford him. He certainly wouldn't go to CNN or MSNBC, but he can do his own thing. I mean, Bill O'Reilly has continued to be relevant by doing his own streaming programming and showing up on different programs and writing columns. So he's still got a voice. Tucker Carlson will have a voice and probably for a lot longer even than Bill O'Reilly has. Here's what Glenn Greenwald uh, tweeted today. He's a frequent guest and uh, on Tucker's show, and Tucker's a big fan of his work. And he's a former liberal and uh, an independent journalist, and he's, I'm sure you've seen him on uh, Tucker Carlson many times. This is what he tweeted today, quote, The removal of Tucker means the elimination of the only real sustained dissent on U.S. militarism, the U.S. security state, and more. You agree with that? 
Yes, I do. Uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, and this might have been one of the things that got him in hot water with kind of the normal Fox way of doing things. Uh, he'd been quite critical of military, of uh, United States military spending uh, for the Ukraine war and the United States involvement over there. And he, he often asked on his program, what's this have to do with the United States? What benefit are we getting from sending so much money over to Zelensky? And he's also, also criticized uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian president. Uh, as maybe not the best guy in the world and maybe a guy who's been working the Western allies for his own benefit. Uh, and that runs contrary uh, to, to kind of what the uh, common thread would be, not only from like the Biden administration, but from most Republican leaders who are happy to support Zelensky. So Tucker Carlson was his own guy and Glenn Greenwald is his own guy. And that's I, I'm not surprised that they got along and worked well together. Uh, but also Glenn Greenewald did a lot of original reporting about the COVID stuff, uh, which Tucker Carlson aired. And that probably caused some uh, raised eyebrows in the Fox News hierarchy back when COVID was the big story. He, uh, Glenn Greenwald walked away from The Intercept, which he helped found. Uh, they they were giving him, I think it might have been the grief about the COVID thing. I'm not sure. And he, he walked away. And now he's making big bucks uh, with a big sub stack and a podcast and all kinds of things. That's the thing that's changed, uh, uh, Jeff. We're talking to Jeffrey McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University. One of the things that's changed uh, just in the time between uh, Bill O'Reilly getting uh, bounced and now is that Megyn Kelly's got her own podcast now. Those things didn't exist 10 years ago where you could go and make money. So uh, what are TV outlets, network outlets going to do? The bigger they make a star, the more likely they are to be able to go get big money somewhere else. Yeah, like I said, Tucker Carlson's going to be just fine. Uh, and I think the key is now what happens to Fox News because their highest profile person is going to depart. Now, I'm not saying their ratings are going to collapse by any means, but we do live in an era where a lot of people are cutting the cord. Cable news viewership is you know, in decline. And part of that is because we're not in an election year. But there's no doubt that cable news programming is going to have to change in the next eight or 10 years to remain relevant which is why Fox Nation has been pushing this streaming service so hard, because Fox News Channel has to get people to stream their programming, and that's why they want them on Fox Nation. And the biggest draw they had has now taken off. And uh, how'd you like to be the first guy in the barrel tonight at 8 o'clock? Who's, who's that going to be? That's kind of an awkward well, spot, sure. isn't it? It's going to be a really awkward spot, and I'll be interested to see whether they want to make it an opinion-based type program or whether they just want to make it kind of a – generic news program, a rerun of, uh, you know, the special report with Brett Baer coming after Jesse Waters. And, you know, it's hard to say, uh, you know, if, if I were to just kind of uh, bet the field a little bit here, I would maybe say Brian Kilmeade might be somebody who yeah. might be able to slide into that chair at some point. Yep. Uh, Sean Duffy has been getting a lot of profile and has been given his own show on Fox Business Channel. Uh, Pete Hegseth is pretty popular on weekends, on, uh, you know, Fox and Friends weekend. Uh, but, you know, one thing I think Fox News should actually think about, and I'm not sure they will, but I think they should think about whether or not they want necessarily another hard opinion show to try to follow Tucker Carlson right away. And there could be something to be said for making it more of a news and analysis program rather than a commentary show. And if that were the case, I would think Shannon Bream would be the person you'd want to put in there because she's got a lot of journalistic heft. She's very smart. She's an attorney. She covers the Supreme Court. She used to have her own late night program and now is the host of Fox News Weekend or uh, the, the, the talk show on weekends. And I think that that might be a way for Fox News to say we're trying to be more journalistically sound here and we're not necessarily going with just commentators all the time. It'll be interesting. I think their most talented person is Harris Faulkner. And I would, if I'm going to do that kind of show, that's who I, I would put in there. But that's that's just me. Um, I'm out of time, Jeff. I, uh, thanks for coming on on relatively short notice, and I'm sure we'll talk again. I look forward to it. Thank you. Okay, that's Jeffrey McCall. He's a professor of communications at DePaul University. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. There's been an evacuation of the American embassy in Waring, Sudan. Oh, it happened over the weekend. U.S. officials say American forces swept in and out of the capital Khartoum on Chinook helicopters. 
Secretary of State Blinken says it's hard to know exactly how many Americans are in Sudan since they're not required to register. We do know, of course, uh, the number of Americans who have registered with us and with whom we're in very active uh, uh, touch, communication. Um, And of those, I would say some dozens have expressed uh, an interest uh, in leaving. During the American embassy evacuation, no shots were fired, no casualties reported. Two moves by network news stations. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox and Don Lemon is out at CNN. This is SRN News. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98. 98- 9898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. AM 1250, the answer. Imagine surprising your mom with $2,000. <laughs> If you're the winner in our $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes, you can. Enter up to once per day between now and May 11th to increase your chances of winning. For all she does, your mom is so worth it. Enter the $2,000 Mother's Day sweepstakes. Register to win now at TheAnswerPGH.com. Hey, John Stoggerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. A freeze warning remains in effect late tonight through tomorrow morning. Becoming clear and cold tonight, early vegetation can be damaged by a freeze, the low 31. Clouds and sun tomorrow with a high of 56. Plenty of clouds tomorrow night, couple of late night showers, low 37. A shower in spots Wednesday morning, otherwise sun and clouds at a high of 56. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. On Friday, the Supreme Court ruled to allow access to the abortion pill, Mifepristone, by freezing lower court decisions to restrict access to it. Uh, This is great news for Joe Biden, the Democrats, and bad news for unborn babies, unfortunately. Abby Johnson used to be a Planned Parenthood director in Texas. She founded an organization called And Then There Were None that helps women do what she did and escape the abortion business. A movie called Unplanned that tells her story. And Abby joins us now. Abby, thanks for coming on the show again. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So this is being called a, uh, a big win for abortion rights groups. How, how big is it for them? You know, honestly, I don't... I mean, I, I kind of have a different opinion than a lot of pro-life groups right now. I think it's because I probably understand the abortion business, you know, have a different perspective uh, than a lot of people. But I don't really think that I don't really think that this really changes much of anything. Um, misoprostone and the misoprostol combination is one way to provide chemical abortion. Stopping misoprostone from being available to women does not stop chemical abortion. Um, It just means that the abortion industry will continue chemical abortion by other means. They already have other protocols uh, to kill babies without using mifepristone. So, I I mean, 
you know, there's a, there's a lot of different ways that you can kill babies through pills. So, you know, I think that, I think sometimes we, we underestimate the desire for the abortion industry to kill babies. And so whether or not Mr. Pristone is available or if it's not, this isn't going to stop the killing. And our job in the abortion, in, in, in the pro-life movement, in the anti-abortion movement, is to stop the killing, not tell the abortion industry how they can kill babies. Good point. And, um, but what, 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 is, is that, what is it about Mifepristone that um, has, has gotten so much attention? And why, you know, whether or not there's access to that is such a big deal to people, if there are other pills available? Well, yeah, I mean, so Mifepristone and the misoprostol combination is, is the safest way for a woman to carry out a chemical abortion. Um, it, it Basically, the mifepristone kills the baby before the woman goes home and takes the separate set of pills to, to um, then causes her to go into labor, and then she expels the baby at home. Mm-hmm. Um, doing a misoprostol-only regimen, which would be one of the alternatives uh, to using a mifepristone, Misopristone and then misoprostol combination using a misoprostol only basically means that she's delivering a live baby. And I'm not sure that that's what we really want in the pro-life movement either. Um, but that's one of the alternatives. So I, I, I'm just, you know, I think that, yes, was the lawsuit right to say that the FDA didn't properly you know, go through trials and, and all of this, and did they fast-track Mifepristone through, and did they look at the, you know, appropriate, um, you know, the the ramifications for women taking it? Yes. Was all that true? Yes. Um, but is pulling it off of the shelf going to actually stop the killing of babies? No. Is pulling it off the shelf going to help women in the long run? No, probably not. So, you know, we need to, in the pro-life movement, be really helping women understand that chemical abortion, period, is dangerous, no matter how you do it. The chemical abortion, period, is a terrible thing for you to go through, a terrible thing for your baby to go through, and that the pro-life movement has amazing options and amazing help for these women who are in crisis or unplanned pregnancies. Now, uh, you have personal experience with this drug. Uh, would you like to describe what, what that was like for you? Yeah, I do. Um, I took the, the, the abortion pill at about eight weeks in my pregnancy. Um, you know, I remember uh, my baby, you know, coming out of my body. I went through labor-type pains. I'd never experienced anything like that before because... Of course, I, I had not delivered a mm-hmm. child uh, at that point. I now realize that, you know, it was labor-intense sorts of pains that I was going through. I, you know, passed my baby. I, um, you know, my baby passed my baby into the toilet. I, you know, had to make the decision to flush my baby down the toilet, um, a decision that you, you know, live with forever. I... Then went on to, I thought I was going to die in my bathroom. I was hemorrhaging so heavily. Um, I, you know, I remember just kind of passing out slash going to sleep on my bathroom floor thinking that I'm going to die here. This is where I'm going to die. And, you know, I woke up a few hours later and was so weak I could barely make it to my bed. Um, There was blood all over my bathroom and I bled really profusely for about eight weeks and I passed clots the size of lemons. You know, there's nothing normal about killing your child. There's nothing normal about abortion, but the trauma of going through a medical abortion, the trauma of seeing your child come out of your body and knowing that you had a hand in that, that you're the reason this is happening to your body is incredibly traumatic. It's, it's, you know, it's a regret that you live with for the rest of your life. And this is what we need to be. These are the stories that we need to be telling women to help them understand that there is something better out there for them. Was, um, was your experience based on other people you've talked to, doctors maybe, was your experience with it the norm? 
or was was yours especially? Um, it was it was yours tougher than most, or what? Is that whatever is what you describe? What most women should expect if they do this? You know, I've talked to a lot of women. I've talked to you know tens of thousands of women who have experienced medication abortion. I thought, you know, in the beginning that mine was just kind of a one-off. You know, that mine was something that was abnormal. Um, but in, with all the women that I've talked to over the past 14 years since leaving the abortion industry, um, what I'm finding is that my experience is more, more and more common. Um, you know, the abortion industry does not tell you that. They tell you that, you know, doing, doing this protocol, taking these pills, it's going to be like a heavy period. Um, in fact, I have an email in my inbox right now from NARAL you know, one of our country's largest abortion rights groups. And the subject line of that email says, safer than Tylenol. That's what it, it says. That's a lie. That's what it says, safer than Tylenol. But taking a medication abortion pill, killing the life of your baby is nothing like taking a Tylenol. And there are tens of thousands of women that can attest to the pain, to the gruesome nature of medication abortion, um, to the emotional ramifications, the physical ramifications. Women have died from medication abortion. They've died from hemorrhage. They've died from infection. They've died because parts of their baby remain in their uterus. Um, it's awful. It's a horrendous procedure to go through. Well, um, when if a woman, well, first thing, the Supreme Court has uh, ruled to allow access to this uh, pill um, and it means that women can go and get it. I guess it used to be that you had to be in the presence of a doctor before you took the pill, and now that's not the case anymore. So it's just a matter of going to the drugstore and getting a pill? Yeah, that's right. So now, um, well, for you know, there have been, since Roe was overturned, actually, there have been uh, websites, there's over 70 websites where women can access these medications from foreign countries. So you can go online. They don't check your ID. They don't check your age. They, you don't have to be under a medical provider's supervision. And, uh, there are countries outside of the United States that will ship these pills completely unregulated. We don't even know what the medications are, quite honestly. And they will send these these pills for $100 um, to any address that you give them. So, you know, hypothetically, this could be a 12-year-old girl who's, you know, a victim of sex trafficking, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be a 13-year-old who's being abused by her soccer coach, um, and she's, you know, taking these pills to cover up the abuse. So, um, So, you know, that's been happening since the overturn of Roe. Uh, but now the Biden administration, of course, you know, who's in lockstep with the FDA, has now said, you know, you can get these, you can get these pills now at a pharmacy. So you can just go up to a pharmacist and say, I need the medication abortion pill. And for, you know, I don't know, 80 or $100, they can give you these abortion pills. You're not under medical supervision. We don't know how far along in you are in your pregnancy, you could have an ectopic pregnancy. And if you take these pills when you have an ectopic pregnancy, you could die. Well, did you, And did that's they, essentially what the Biden administration, the FDA, have said is acceptable for women. But do, does a, do these girls uh, who do it, a young girl, a teenager, does she need to have a, a prescription? Or is there an age that you have to be to be able to get the pill? They're supposed to have an, a prescription, but they can go online and get a prescription without having to verify their age. Wow. So, um, and and how many of these, we're talking to Abby Johnson, her organization is, and then there were none. She was a, a one time a, a Planned Parenthood director in Texas and got out of the abortion industry and is now helping women escape from it, as she did. Um how many women or how often are women made aware of what this experience is like if they if they decide to take these uh, drugs um when the what you just described a couple of minutes ago how many of them know that going in before they pop the pill i would say probably less than 1% wow. um actually know what's going to take place to take place when they take these pills um, you know, maybe if they get them at a hospital, 
maybe if they get them, you know, somewhere like that, they actually are told what could possibly happen to them. Um, but most of the time, if they're getting them from an abortion clinic, if they're getting them online, uh, they're not being told any of that information. They're just being told that this is going to be like a heavy menstrual cycle. So what? what is, why is it, um, what, what's the motivation for Planned Parenthood to push these pills? I, did I, I mean, I can, if, you're, if you're running a Planned Parenthood and you're, you're actually uh, a place where abortions are performed, I can see doing that for profit, I guess. That, that would be their motivation. But what about just handing out pills to, to women? How does how that, what's in it for them? Well, you don't have to have a doctor. So you're not having to pay a doctor, uh, which is beneficial mm-hmm. to them. Uh, so, you know, if you have a surgical abortion, you've got to, you, know, you have to have a doctor there actually right. performing the abortion. Right. But they can do, you know, and generally most Planned Parenthood facilities, most abortion facilities do not have a doctor there five, six days a week. Um, they usually only have an, a doctor there, you know, one or two times a week. So, if, but if you're handing out pills, if you're handing out medication abortion pills, well, you can do that every day if you don't have to have a doctor there. So it's, you know, in that sense, um, they, can, they can turn into an abortion clinic six days a week instead of just being an abortion clinic, you know, two days a week when they have a doctor. Well, when a woman goes so, in... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, so in that sense, it, it, you know, it, it could be... Uh, even though they make more money on a surgical abortion, um, it, they can it's still profitable for them to hand out the pills. They're now able to provide more, you know, more. They're able to provide the the abortion almost every day of the week. Well, if a woman goes in today to to Planned Parenthood and gets the pill and leaves, is that the last time anybody at Planned Parenthood sees her? They just tell her what yeah. to do and what to expect, and and uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, used to, when I worked at Planned Parenthood, the women, if they took a medication abortion pill, they were required to come back for a follow-up visit so that we could ensure that, you know, everything went well, that uh, the baby had indeed, you know, passed out of their uterus. Mm -hmm. Um, But now Planned Parenthood no longer requires that follow-up visit. So what that means is that, you know, these women get these pills and they're gone. They're done. And Planned Parenthood is probably never going to see them again. The abortion industry is never going to see them again. And what we know is that medication abortion sometimes fails. And what that means is that parts of a woman's baby could be left in her uterus. So they may pass part of the baby, but not all of it. And if they don't pass all of that baby, and the woman may not know. Mm-hmm. She may not know. She, you know, she may think that the abortion was successful, but part of her baby may still be in her womb. And if that's the case, she can actually develop an infection. She can become septic and she can die. And that is the number one reason for death related to medication abortion is retained uh, products of conception. So retained parts of the baby in the uterus and septic infection. And so I think we're going to start seeing more and more of that. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, We're talking to Abby Johnson. She used to be a Planned Parenthood director in Texas and now uh, runs an organization called And Then There Were None, helping women get out of the abortion industry. I have a couple minutes left here. Um, You know, there's a lot of discussion about what's being told, what's being taught to kids at what age in school. And and there's, you know, a lot of it's um, the uh, sexual orientation and transgender and all that stuff we're hearing about. And I've seen there's multiple videos out there where doctors, former uh, abortion doctors who don't do it anymore, are explaining what an abortion is and what it looks like. And that's animated and you can see clearly what happens during an abortion. Why is there no movement to make those videos be available to 12-year-old girls in school? And, and also the information that you just gave us about what, what, what it's like to go through a, uh, a medically induced abortion. Why, why isn't there a film out there for the uh, video out there for kids to see? Well, I think there, I think there absolutely should be. I think that, you know, I, I personally think that uh, what we should be doing in our schools, instead of, you know, worrying about, 
gender identity and pushing that kind of crap on our kids, I think what we should be doing is teaching them fetal development Mm -hmm. and, you know, showing them how a child develops in the womb. You know, my kids are, you know, obviously pro-life kids, but they're not pro-life kids because they've heard their mom go on and on and on about abortion and how it's wrong. They're pro-life kids because they know that a baby is a baby from the moment of conception. And they've seen ultrasound pictures and they've seen their mom be pregnant and they know what takes place to a baby as it's developing in the womb. And I think that that's really how you change a generation. So the first time I introduced abortion to my kids, my kids were absolutely, they were just horrified because they knew that a baby's heartbeat begins to beat at three weeks post conception. Mm -hmm. They knew that a baby had fingerprints at eight weeks in the womb. They knew that brain brain waves started to form at eight weeks. They knew that a baby could begin to hear, you know, by Mm -hmm. certain, they knew all of these things. So it was just something that they couldn't even wrap their heads around. I think if we started to teach that to our young children, we would begin to see a shift in our culture. Well, I'm, I'm out of time, Abby, but I'd really like to see more of that, uh, uh, that happen and, and uh, more focus on that than the transgender stuff. But Maybe we can talk about that down Mm -hmm. the road again. I appreciate you coming on, though. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. Okay, that's Abby Johnson, and it's And Then There Were None. We'll be right back. Networth Advisors has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Beth Andrews and the team at NetWorth Advisors can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call us today at 800-426-1428 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Beth Andrews and the team at NetWorth Advisors now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today. 800-426-1428. That's 800-426-1428. NetWorth Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk. Firm offers insurance services. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, I'm Olivia and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing? You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. So a little, uh, another little element here to the Tucker Carlson uh, leaving um, Fox News story. Apparently there's another, not apparently, there is a lawsuit out there from uh, a producer uh, who used to be their booking, their senior booking producer, 
uh, someone named Grossberg. Where's her first name? Um, anyway, this woman's name is Grossberg. I'll get her first name here in a minute. But uh, she accused uh, Tucker Carlson and his staff of sexism and harassment. Uh, she's she's filed the lawsuit, and there's some speculation here that uh, it might be because of that lawsuit that uh, that's the reason that Tucker Carlson has gone. That makes zero sense. Um, he left this morning after saying on Friday that he'd be back on for Monday's show. They've been promoting his shows on Fox News, uh, their their streaming service, and this suit has been out there. You don't you don't fire a guy at eleven o'clock on Monday morning for a lawsuit that's been out there for months. It would have happened maybe if they would have lost the lawsuit, or maybe it would have been a, a long. Uh, it would have been developing over time, but. I'm not buying that this lawsuit had anything to do with it, um, and I'm going to I'm going to stick with Fox News trying to get him to back off some stories that he's been doing, and him saying he's not going to do it. And because just this weekend, he he I think it was Friday night, maybe Saturday, he spoke in front of uh, at the Heritage Found, excuse me, at the Heritage Foundation, and he said he talked a lot about censorship. And how you really, you know, you have to really be uh, vigilant and you have to be really uh, devoted to making sure the truth gets out there because there are lots of people out there trying to censor you. That's what his speech was about on Saturday. And today he's gone. So, as I said uh, during the segment with um, Jeff McCall, who's going to be first in the barrel tonight? <laughs> who's who's going to be doing the show tonight at 8 o'clock? Not a good spot to be in. And they're gonna, they do not have anybody in that building who can replace Tucker Carlson. So we'll see how it works, but it's a big day in media. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steckerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.